0: Us, care, we die, yeah, yeah.
1: Welcome to Porch yeah, Just the truth story. Three strings of pictures of they can't together and to have their
2: lives.
3: is the truth to is the three,
1: I'm not going to lie, Paige, I thought you were going to introduce your friend. And then you did. I will <laughs> <waiting for that. laughs>
2: Well, we also have a special guest. We also have Jordan. Introduce yourself, Jordan.
0: Hi, I'm Jordan. Just met Paige in Richmond, Kentucky, and now we're here.
3: <laughs> I thought you were teaching like you just met Paige. I was like, what the fuck? No, no, no. Also- Within like the last year. We've got to identify what classifies as special guests.
0: Mm. Right, I'm not, Cause right now we got I'm, I'm not special enough.
3: Right now we got Jordan, a guest.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right <laughs> then. You got it. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm All sure right. next time a celebrity comes on your show, they'll be a special guest.
1: Has that happened Jordan.
0: yet
3: for you? Oh a
0: celebrity? <laughs> My friend
3: Paige popped off on TikTok. So we have a celebrity we host. Do. Don't do that. Don't
1: ever F- wow Paige wanna let her disrespect you like that. Mm. Hey,
3: who is this?
1: Mm.
0: Obviously, not my uh, elementary school valedictorian. Yeah. Mm. You (laughs) you wasn't your elementary school's valedictorian either? (laughs) Jesus
3: Christ. What are your credentials? (laughs) List off your credentials real quick.
0: Just in a master's program, just fluent in Spanish. Okay. Just educated as fuck, but besides that, it's fine.
3: (laughs) Damn, I wish I heard elementary valedictorian on that. (laughs) Because that's something you cannot get. But maybe one day you can go back and get an honorary valedictorian from your elementary school. All right.
0: I'll look into it. I hope most, so. <laughs> The
1: absolute love. Uh, quick breaking news. Uh, This is Monday when we're recording. Doc Rivers is officially out as the Clippers head coach. Just a side note.
3: Oh, I did just see that come across. I didn't know if I was allowed to say anything about it because Jordan was introducing herself. So I was going to be cool.
1: Yeah. Got it. So that's that is very interesting, um, but not as interesting as this first topic we have on deck. This is one that I can definitely get behind because I think that the opposite of this point is stupid. When people break up, you don't have to be friends with them. I don't know why there's this conception that you broke up. Oh, like you should remain friends. Who the fuck made that decision? Because I'm not here for it. Sometimes you just break up and you know what? Fuck that other person. And that's it. That's where we're at.
3: Facts. Big facts. Um, I'm on the exact same boat as you right now with that one. I feel like it's like a cliche and everyone like, decides to say it. But if I'm dating you, me personally, we probably wasn't friends before if I'm dating you. But now that I date you and we have a fallout or we get to a point where we need to break up, what the fuck I still need you for a friend for? Because at some point I decided I ain't want you in my life. So why would I want you in my life as a friend?
2: I feel like it depends on the breakup. Because I'm not trying to like well, that's not true. I was about to say I'm not trying to hate on people for no reason, but I do that on the regular. <laughs> um I think it just depends on the person and how the relationship ended. Cause like there I definitely like there've been people in my life that I just cut out and don't want to talk to anymore, but If it's, like, not bad, then I don't see why you can't remain friends.
1: Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with wanting to and, like, wanting and then remaining friends. But I think there's, like, a stigma that if you don't remain friends with your ex, it's, like, weird at this point. And I just don't know where that really came from.
3: I think, like, people want to know. Like, when you, like, date somebody or whatever, you, like, ask about their ex, they don't want you to be like, oh, we're best friends. But they also don't want to hear that it was this sloppy, drawn-out breakup. Because then they're going to be like, damn, like, y'all went on each other like this. So if you're like, nah, we're like, cool, we're still friends. I just feel like people think that that like, gives off the best perception of them or whatnot. But to me personally, if we break up, it's fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck you. Like, we, we done. And it's not like, I want the best for you. Like, go off, go crazy, achieve everything you want in life but don't hit me on some friendship because we not fucking friendly. Ain't nothing about what we is friends.
2: I think even when people go through a breakup and they say they want to remain friends or like they'll be going to be like, so can we like stay friends after this? I guarantee like 90% of people don't actually do that either.
3: I probably agree with that. And I also feel like it's always the one who's doing the breaking up who wants to remain friends. Like, no, bitch, you don't get to be my friend. You (laughs) you just broke my heart. Well, they're trying to make make
0: themselves feel less guilty about hurting you.
1: Hey, sometimes you got to take that.
3: I feel like that's low-key selfish, though, because we even asking them to be friends. You're the person who just broke up with them. So they heartbroken. They sad. They probably still clinging to you for a chance. They're putting themselves through pain and suffering to have you in their life as a friend, even though you just broke their heart. Yeah, I feel that.
1: Yeah, it's like just no. Like you, you first of all, you need to have a break between that. Like people who are still like trying to like talk to someone you just broke up with, like that's not healthy. That's not good for you. You're not gonna move on until you dead all of that immediately. Yeah. Also just like, no, I don't wanna be friends. Like don't don't put that out there. Don't make me have to be the bad guy to be like, nah, I'm but- good.
3: Cause if you ask me that, hey, it's this, it's over. But can we still be friends? I'm gonna really look in your face, probably get up and leave, and that's gonna be the best response you get. <laughs> that's gonna be on my best day. But also, oh shit, what the fuck? Whew. All right, I have something in my throat. Um, <laughs> what? Well, what you got in your throat? I tell not even talk all of. that right now. <laughs> um, fuck, what was I about to say? About being best friends, blah blah blah, 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 blah. Oh, I feel like that shit gets like awkward if they do decide to remain friends. Because even if it's like both people wanted to remain friends, all that shit, it gets awkward like two, three months later when one of you wins the breakup and you got your like first little date or something. Because now if I'm still your friend, I'm real life salty about this.
2: Wow, big facts.
3: Big fucking facts. Win <laughs> the breakup? You can win a breakup? Yeah, You can 100%, 100% win a breakup. breakup. You- you break up with me and I get better faster and get a new batter, bitch? Oh, I won. Yeah. Yeah. That's,
2: yeah, that's literally so true. It hurts.
3: But if you break up with me and you heal faster and your six 6'5 and he's handsome and he got a good job <laughs> and I'm at home crying still, yeah, I'm not going to feel <laughs> all right.
1: Yeah. I feel like if you get dumped, you're automatically at the disadvantage because you didn't even really see it coming. So that person could already been doing who knows what they could have been mentally checked out moved out of this whole relationship for like a month we just had the tinder profile ready to go been setting those little things out of the bar you didn't even know and then bam next thing you know two weeks later you're down she's she's way i are not top. wrong
3: if anybody wins the breakup within two weeks just chalk it up to they was cheating on you in the first place yep. yeah. like you can have like a little one night bar stand or something like that that's whatever but if, like, shorty posting a dude on her Instagram, her snap after two weeks, yeah, she's been cheating on you and vice versa. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think that's cheating, though. In my head, like, in my head, if you moved on that quickly, you had been checked out from the relationship for a long time. It doesn't mean you acted on it. It means, like, you were trying to emotionally prepare yourself to get out of the relationship.
1: No, but usually you Yeah, you're... but if you
0: wasn't emotionally preparing yourself and emotionally
3: preparing yourself involved, this little cute friend that you was texting back and forth occasionally as someone at work that you share giggles with. And now that someone is the person you posted on your ID. Yeah,
1: you was cheating. Yeah. You were setting that groundwork. You just didn't, you didn't do it officially because you didn't want to feel like a scumbag. But if you ask your friends, they'd be like, Oh, so you were definitely being a scumbag the whole time.
3: Absolutely.
2: And if you're really friends, they will tell you that you're being a scumbag. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Hey, and we got to stop accepting people being too friendly with their co-workers. Because I know a lot of little relationships where, like, they not fucking at work, but these texts and giggles y'all sharing, yeah, y'all co-workers, not buddies. Ain't nothing chummy. What the fuck you laughing with? Why are you texting my girl at 9 p.m.? Work ended at 4.30, and this don't look like a work assignment. What you doing tomorrow? What the fuck you mean? What am I doing tomorrow, bitch?
1: Oh, so you don't like the uh, who the people have like work husbands and work wives and shit like that.
3: Oh, hell no! You know why I don't like that? One of my boys, he actually got married young. He got married at twenty-one. His girl had a little work husband. They played golf together. He was cool with him and whatnot. He debbed up when he came to the house. Shorty went through a little tough time. Uh, I, I'm not gonna say his name on here, but I can say his situation. Rob. Shorty went through a little tough time oh, when.
1: <laughs> what you think Rob, but I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> oh God! Nah. so he went through a little tough time when he cheated on her kind of sort of you know cheating subjective and perspective. So when he allegedly cheated, she went through a little hard time. And guess who was the soldier to cry on and the dick to suck on? Her work husband. Yep. yep. But he cheated the but he cheated first. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, if we first off, it was it was uh it's a perspective thing because cheating's tricky. But even at that, if one of them cheats and y'all decides y'all gonna work past it, you can't then cheat to get it out your system.
2: No, you cheat to get it even.
3: Yeah, that that don't work in the real world. Cause now everybody's single. <laughs> now we gotta go get a divorce. We can work through one we can work through one scandal. I can't make it through two. <laughs>
1: you can survive the one I put you through, but I can't be doing all this bullshit you're trying to do. Nah.
0: Thanks.
1: That is no that's a messed up situation though. I don't agree with like the cheating and like if you get cheated on, then you go out and cheat on them. That's just like toxic. You're just maxing toxic energy and that's just not good for you.
2: Yeah, disclaimer, I was kidding when I said that. For anyone that's
1: Uh, I do not
2: approve.
3: (laughs) I can approve in one situation though. If it's you walk in on your man, your shawty, whatever, and they cheating, and then you go out that night, get drunk and cheat, all bets are off, it's off the table, we good. It can't be like you find out, y'all talk about it, and then three, four weeks later, you cheat. If you cheat within a 24-hour period of finding out your significant other was cheating, I can let that
1: go. It cancels out?
3: Yeah, because I feel like that's almost like a shock factor. It's strictly like vengeance to get back in them. If you don't have three or four weeks to mull over if you're going to cheat or not, I don't know about that.
1: How do you what do you feel about um, the cheating theory that let's say you're on the East Coast and then you fly to the West Coast. So you leave at nine and you get there like six or whatever. And then from six to nine, you cheat. But those hours already happen on the East Coast. So it doesn't count.
3: What? Is that a thing?
1: That's what I've heard. (laughs)
0: That's not a
1: Cause that, that time didn't happen. Like you were good at 9 no, 4. it
0: still happened. They live. Uh, it. It's real. I don't know. It's real time.
1: And I don't know. I think those hours that you got chalked it up to the game. That's what I heard. Hey, sometimes
3: you do got to chalk it up to the game though. <laughs> I don't know if that's the situation to chalk it up to the game, but it might
1: be. I mean, we'll never know. Yeah, what would you do if you walked in and are sniffing? out are cheating. Like, let's say you're married. Cause like dating, that's one thing. Married, I'm not gonna lie. I'm going to have to take the phone out to get the pics for the divorce, so that way you lose.
3: Yeah, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm really a hopeless romantic by default. Uh-huh. I love love. Yep. So if I walk in to find out my perfect vision of love don't actually happen to be love, I also happen to be a tad jealous. But <laughs> I think anybody would lie to you if they told you they wasn't jealous. So I'm, I'm going to probably have to get the gun. Like somebody got somebody in this room gonna get felt.
1: So then you're having a heat of passion, uh crime. Yeah, the,
3: the gun gonna do some talking to somebody in the room. <laughs> like, and that's just realistic.
1: Oh, uh, Pedro, what are you gonna do if you walk in on your man's, your husband, with another woman?
2: I think I would be the type to, like you said, take a picture and then just walk out. I don't think I would literally even say anything.
1: Just, I would be like, bet. Say yeah. less. You got it.
2: See you in court.
1: Yep. Bet. All this. Look yeah. at it. All this. All your money. All money. And I'm
2: going to head to the liquor store, grab some alcohol, and call a girlfriend and cry.
1: No, you'll probably call it Ezra.
3: But he won't know
2: about me crying.
3: Never I'll do well time. with criers. <laughs> huh? I said, I don't do well railroad fires. Eric said, you probably called
1: me.
2: Oh, That would only be just for the entertainment factor of making Ezra uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> All right, so this kind of leads into our next topic. Uh, just a little bit about love in general. Do people fall in love, or do you grow in love?
3: Grow. 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 Um, I don't... I don't think... Not anymore. I could fall in love with somebody, even the hopeless romantic that I am. I think that I could like you a lot as a person. And then over time, I think... That's why I don't think people fall in love. I think they grow in love because I feel like most people get in love. Like, it happens over time. I feel like over time, you're going to show me things and, like, we're going to have experience that just make us grow closer and closer. So I think it's more of a growing in love thing.
1: Yeah, because I was... I was thinking about it and I was definitely leaning towards grow and I was trying to think of what, what do we even categorize as falling in love? Like how quick would that have to be?
0: Would that be more like like um love at first sight kind of stuff? Is that what you're trying to say?
1: But I don't do we even really believe in love at first sight.
0: I sorta of do, but I also believe in like pheromones and attraction, so it's
1: more of that. I think you stuff. can you can lust in first sight and definitely like someone at first sight and like the idea of them, but like love at first sight or even at first meeting, I don't know, man. That's, I feel like if you're saying that you're not valuing what love and what that word actually means.
3: Yeah. I feel like at first sight takes away the love aspect of it. And like you said, it's truly just a lust thing. Cause I'll tell you right now, I'll I be lusting at first sight. Don't think I'd have never fell in love at first sight.
2: Yeah, I agree. So you lust at first sight and then you grow in love? Is
1: that the... Yeah, grow or like fall... Not, well, no, I fall into love. Grow into love or develop love over time. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know what... Like how quickly that would have to be to say you fell in love with someone.
3: So fell in love? It would have to be one of those weird circumstances. I was reading an article online the other day while I was in the bathroom. And it would have to be one of those weird circumstances where you had, like, just an amazing weekend with this person. And now that's the man that you spent, like, the rest of your life with. So he spent two days, like, straight, like, 48 hours with this guy after a first date where she was, like, set up with one of her roommates. And then after that, they've been married, like, 12 years with two kids. That might be one of the rare circumstances where I can be like, you know what? Shorty fell in love.
0: Well, I mean, that same kind of thing happens when you put people in, like, the reality TV show houses and to do that kind of stuff. Like, when you're constantly with each other, it's easy because you are constantly with each other.
3: You see? I can actually agree with that, too, because I've been watching a lot of Love Island at first. And I've been thinking, is this cap or is this real? But then it's like, y'all are together 24-7 every day. You don't really got no choice but to, like, find out things about this person that you like or don't like. So maybe y'all could.
1: I was gonna, yeah, I was thinking about Love Violet and also even some of these people at fucking camp. Like, you gotta think about that, especially like, I feel like Paige has more experienced with this with pre-camp, like, do you know people who like tend to bundle up together and shit like that. Yeah. Like, that could be a strong possibility of falling in love, but I still think even that it's not like within a couple of days.
3: Yeah, I feel like that still might be too much time. I For me, falling in love would have to be like over a span of 72 hours. For me to dignify as like they fell in love. Because anything longer than that, and y'all was still kind of just growing in love. Cause I was putting a lot of time in with each other.
1: Yeah, because at like camp you're just calling dibs and then seeing which one actually plays out, you know, Facts. playing the playing the uh, PFP market. You know, that and kind PFP of stuff.
3: was good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, especially just the difference between regular camp and pre-camp. Like, you have so much time during pre-camp to just hang out with whoever you want and, like, actually spend time with whoever you want. You definitely get to know someone very well over that time. And especially if, like, for instance, if the bosses knew that you were, like, interested in someone, they'll purposely put you with that
0: person for that reason. So.
1: If only fucking camp ran like that. God damn. Yeah, right.
0: But then that what about, shit. do you think that the same applies to, like, fast friendships?
1: Friendship's different, though. Friendship's yeah, a whole friendships, different feeling.
3: Yeah, you're not, like, as... I don't want to sound like dickheads but you're not, like, uh, then again, I don't know. Because me and the boys have grown in, you know, I'm not gonna say in love, but, like, <laughs> lo- love has grown between us, so I guess you're just as invested but friendships and like, hmm. Explain your question. I need to hear this out loud before I can give a take.
0: So, I guess what I'm trying to say is like fast friends, people who become fast friends. Everyone I've become really fast friends with has been someone that I would like look at immediately and be like, okay, I love you. But that's like honestly friendship or familiar love. It's not like intimate love. So, there is a difference, obviously, but still, you don't know that person holistically yet. And you still think that they're like a great person to have in your life and someone who's going to add to it. Like Paige and I became fast friends and we're still really good friends. Yeah,
1: I think I, fast friends is a heavier girl thing. And this this might even be a hot take, but I feel like that's a drunk girl thing. Drunk girls make friends and then they're automatically like fast friends, best friends.
3: That's so true, Loki. Yes.
1: Also, I was going to say
3: like, I don't, I don't think I done become fast friends with anybody in my life. The only even time I can think of that is, like, people at camp occasionally. But even at that, like, we wasn't, like, best friends. I'm going to kick it with you every day, every day, every day, every day. Like, you cool? What's up? I'm going to dap you up when I see you. Outside of that, like, it's when I see you. And then over time, like, if I fuck with you, we going to become friends. I ain't never, like, met nobody and been like, oh, that's a cool nigga. He going to be my best friend. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well me and jordan weren't drunk but i yeah like the amount of times that i've became friends with girls drunk at a bar is just absolutely amount of numerous times the the fastest person i have ever became friends with though like at camp or just like got to know really fast because they kept making fun of me was ezra
3: <laughs> uh, what can I say? People love me because you
2: were constantly asking me about he sh- who shall not be named.
1: Yo, hey, he that's why you... I know you
2: may listen
3: to the trivia
1: cast. <laughs> he gave you a hell of a shout out at the end of it. Did he? he yes, totally sir.
2: Did. That's fucking hilarious. I need to. I need to listen to that. Yes, sir. Christ. Oh God. But yeah, you kept yeah. asking me about that, and the only reason I ever met Eric is because he was sitting there with you. When you kept asking me about it, so.
3: Yeah. Hey, for everybody listening, if you need a professional wingman, I got you. <laughs> I'm gonna put you motherfucking on.
2: Well, you didn't put him motherfucking on, so I'm confused. That's because
3: he had already closed without me. He had already made plans with you for the future.
2: No, <laughs> no, no. Yo,
1: I would, I would love to see. From what I heard, oh, I would love to see Ez as a wingman in a bar. God.
3: Oh, I'm already reckless for myself. So for somebody else, I'm going to be even more reckless.
1: I've always wanted to meet you met Ted just one time.
3: Have you met Ted? I feel yeah. like I'd have done, done versions of Have You Met Ted without, like, intending it. But it ain't as, like, direct as Have You Met Ted. Like, I'll talk to Shorty up and be like, hey, this is my boy, by the way. But that's, like, as far as it goes.
1: But are you waymanning at that point?
3: Yeah, like, if I'm, like, talking to Shorty, you know, I already got someone I'm coming home to, or whatnot, and like you don't really got no game. And like, I, I'm not doing nothing but drinking. i go to the bar, talk to a friend, you be like, Hey, oh, by the way, you know, uh, my boy Eric, yeah, and then you know, mm. I'll call him over, introduce you, go to the bathroom, never come back, <laughs> 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 <I'll give him> <laughs>
1: <that>. <laughs> bro. So that that's a perfect segue into our next topic of the differences between girls and guys uh, when their friends go home with someone else at the bar.
2: So I brought up this topic because this has recently happened to me. <laughs> um, there was a situation where one of my friends left with someone and they told me beforehand and they were like, yeah, I'll let you know, um, like when you should pick me up or like when I need to pick up. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's like totally fine. I don't care. Whatever. Well, um, this person never hit me up and it's like 2 AM. And as a, like, from girls perspective, you start to like worry because just of like all the things that could happen to your friend or like all the situations they should be put in. Um, and I brought this up, um, around my boyfriend and he was like, I don't know why you're like, I mean like i understand why you're concerned but like i don't understand why you're so concerned because she's a grown woman she can handle herself and i was like as much as she is a grown woman if somebody wants like if somebody's drunk they go home with somebody and they need you to pick them up and you never hear from them it's kind of concerning and he like did not understand that so do you all feel the same way from like a guy's perspective
3: um I'm not trying to sound like sexist, but it's a little different for girls, in my opinion. Exactly. exactly. Like, hey, yeah. They can get taken advantage of. All that type of stuff does play an effect. Yeah. And that happens like number-wise, percentage-wise. That happens a lot more to girls than guys. Yeah. So, I guess girl-wise, to me, I would say like, that makes a little more sense. Guy-wise, I almost dare one of my niggas when we going out to be like, hey, I'm going to leave. I'm going to hit you at two. Come pick me up. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I do not give a fuck. You are on your own. The moment you decide that we aren't getting in the same Uber, you are on your own from that point on. If I hear from you on Sunday, cool. If I hear from you on Monday, I guess you was busy on Sunday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing the thing with girls is, like, especially how drunk they were. Like, I don't know how drunk your girl was, but if, like, if she's not even in that good shape, she probably even, shouldn't even be going. But if she's, like, you know, a little buzz, like, hey, just text me at some point to let me know if you're like, hey, I'm actually gonna stay here or like something or drop a location, like give give me a little lifeline.
0: And that was like the worst case scenario. Our point. Like that was a hundred percent our point. And he was like, Well, I don't understand. She's a grown adult, she can make her own decisions. And I was like, Listen, it's not about her making her own decisions, it's the fact that she left the bar drunk with a boy, and we're sitting up waiting for her just in case she needs us. And I'm just like nervous because she hasn't contacted us. And he yeah. was like, well, are you nervous because you don't think women can do the same things men can do? And I was like, that's not what I said, and that's not what I'm trying to convey. I'm just saying men have a substantial privilege when it comes to this sort of situation.
1: Um, hey, that That's kind of a trash mindset that the guy had, not gonna lie. Yeah.
3: My next thing would be, well, actually, I got two things. My next thing would be just quick, um, How drunk was she? And was she drunk to the point where y'all were worried like maybe she shouldn't go on this trip?
0: No, I wasn't worried about her
3: going. Okay. The next... Oh, my bad. Later... Oh, sorry.
2: She later told me that she got there and passed out. Mm. So she was either hiding it very well. Yeah. Or, you know, something, but... But, like, when she left, she was making coherent sentences. Like, if she had been on some, like, fuck shit and wasn't able to do anything, I wouldn't have let her go anyway. Yeah. But she was okay enough to where I was, like, comfortable with her leaving.
3: Next, for the guy-wise, I guess it's guy and girls, but the only time I'd be like, hey, bro, hit me when you get back, it's probably, like, when we're out of town. Like, if we're, like drinking in D.C. or like northern northern Virginia or like we're down in Richmond or just like on vacation or something, mm-hmm. then I might be like touch back because like one or two of my boys got robbed when we were out in Philly at like 19 and that's just because the Uber dropped in the wrong neighborhood and he in the wrong neighborhood at 1 a.m. and they know he don't live there. Mm-hmm. So like that's the only time but outside of that like I feel like it'd be almost weird as a guy to be like, hey yo, make sure you get home safe tonight. Hit me up when you get back. I'd be like what the fuck <laughs> bro? Like thanks mom.
2: And that's the difference between guys and girls. I do have a question, though. So, Kind of circling back to where we started with that um, and the being a wingman thing. Have you all ever been a wingman for someone and stolen the girl? Or has that <laughs> ever happened to you?
1: Mm, I don't think I've ever done that. I had have, back in camp days, had someone stolen. But that was for the best. So shout out to that guy. Shout out to Mammal. Oh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> that ain't even stolen if you gotta lie on somebody else's name that's the saddest version of the game I've ever seen
1: oh yeah that wasn't even stolen that was just like yeah hey.
3: um <laughs> I have never stolen somebody's girl like just outright stolen like at the bar I went to hit on her or something like that I'd have probably pulled girls that like I was gonna go fill out and I was like you know what bro Like I'm finna just kick it with her Or at a party, that's definitely happened. But at a party, dibs is like not a thing. Because if she's shaking ass all night on me, like I don't know what to tell you. But I have had my girl absolutely stolen. And it was by one of my boys at the time when we were in high school. And we were wild in high school. We were in high school. We were sophomores that just got licensed. We're going to this party. It was a senior party. And we had gone, like, cross town at the hotels because they had, like, rented out three hotel rooms. So we was about to get stupid. First off, we get in there. One of the niggas in there, we didn't even know. And he had a gun at the door. I was like, I don't know what type of function this is, but I heard y'all was getting to it. So I'm going to come in and see what's happening. So we go in there. I literally brought a shorty with me. We stopped and picked her up on the way because she didn't have a license yet. We stopped, picked her up on the way. I'm drinking, this and that, this and that. Saw some other boys from, like, across town. who we went to a different high school that I knew. Went over there to talk to him. Left my girl there. Got caught up playing Pong. Came back, like, 30 minutes later. And I was like, hey, yo, like, what? I was like, Michael, where where's so-and-so at? And he was like, yo, she left with your boy Ray. I was like, no, the fuck, she did not. And he was like, <laughs> nah, like, she left, like, 20 minutes ago? And I was like, "Dang." <laughs> have him in boys since that day.
0: Damn, that ended the whole friendship?
3: Nah, we were cool for like a year or two after that. Probably like two years after that. Lenny did some more snakes shit, so a different friend of mine, so like we had to cut him.
2: Mm-hmm. Did you
3: call mm-hmm. him out? Did I call him out? Absolutely. I shamed him in the group chat. I went to school and I shamed him. And bro was like, I just gave her a ride home, this and that, this and that. Which apparently he really did just give her a ride home. But that don't matter. How you give her a ride home, <laughs> when I was your right there in the first place, nigga. So the story still don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: you're not Bro, that the is one. one.
1: Cause all right, let's say you, you got there, right? You played Pong and all that shit for 30 minutes and they left twenty minutes ago. So they were there for ten minutes and we're like, hey, we're just gonna get out of here together? Yeah, something
3: something about this don't never make sense.
1: And neither yeah. of them told
2: you.
3: Bro, I came back. And had to ask around to find out where my shorty was.
1: That's not a good look.
3: It was terrible.
1: What did she say happened?
3: She said he just gave her a ride home. He also said that he just gave her a ride home. Never found out like how they got home since I was their ride. But also that was my first time ever meeting her so I couldn't be too upset. But I had to like I had to make sure he understood that there was a principle that That's he not violated. even your girl,
1: you just, met her. That's not your
3: girl if you just met her. It don't matter if I'm the one who brought her to this party see mine. Like, what you mean? Mm,
1: I don't know about that. And you just I'm gave her a ride.
3: Up, And I'm there, her way to the party. I'm her invite to the party. And you know we was talking nasty, because who would I be without a nasty conversation? I wasn't going to go out the way of the party to get you if you wasn't finna do something nasty.
1: So you've been talking to her for a little while before this.
3: It was like two or three days.
1: Mm, that's like I good. said, like I went
3: to a big high school, so like I didn't like see her a lot, but I seen her around school a couple times. So I did like, you know... yeah.
1: That was you had a prospect. That's what you had.
3: I did have a prospect. She was you on the practice squad. Prospect.
1: No, no, no. She was on the practice squad, and you know you can steal players from other teams' practice squad. You can, but it will be kind of shaky to steal players
3: from your boys' practice squad without even letting them know.
1: It it would. That that is true. There is a there is a certain level of guy code in that.
3: That's when I knew the streets was dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And we're just really running into this because speaking of high school, do we even count high school relationships at this day and age? No, not a chance.
2: I do well, I think it might depend on like the longevity of it and the significance like in your life that person was. but if it's just like I remember in high school I had a friend that literally had a new boyfriend like every couple months. I was like, sis, first off, cool down, second off. that can't mean that much so.
1: Is there, like, a minimum amount of time we're going to say would have to be a thing? Like, six months, a year? like
2: For a high school relationship to count? Yeah. I'd say, like, six months. And that's, like, actually dating. That doesn't count talking. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
3: Mm-hmm. I did not date anyone. I'm going to contradict all of that and say high school don't count unless. I don't care if you dated for 30 years in high school. Like, that was high school. Y'all were kids. That's weird to me. Like, if I meet somebody now that, like, 23, 24, and she's talking about, like, one of her exes, and she says from back in high school, I'm going to be like, what What the fuck is you on? Like, why are you referencing someone that was in your life when you were 16? That's weird to me. The only way that can be excluded is if, uh, damn, this is going to get a little dark, is if she was, like, beaten or cheated on or something like that. Because then what? you can reference that because that impacted your life probably in a way that still impacts your life today.
1: But so if like, you had some serious fucked up trauma in a high school relationship, that's when it counts?
3: Yeah, you can count that because that probably plays a part in like how you go about relationships now and or, like, whatnot. But like just you dated someone for two years and then y'all broke up because it was high school and y'all went all separate ways. Why the fuck are you telling me about that? That's weird. You're 25 now. That was seven years ago. You were a kid. You broke up because you was done being a kid. You wanted to go be an adult. Like, that's literally what high school breakups are. It's you decided you done being a kid and you go, go live your life as an adult.
1: I just don't know if, I don't know if I agree with it only counts if there's trauma. I would say a time stipulation makes more sense than that. <laughs> Not because to, to me, like, that, at least, like, that, like, affects
3: you. Like, that matters on how you pick or, like, go about the dating process or handle certain things. So that's helpful fucking time. Time don't really mean nothing. I've learned, especially up here, depending on the size of your schools, you might have legitimately just dated this person because this was the only cute person in your class. So you dated for two years. Here's my question. I feel like everybody knows those people who had long-term high school relationships year, two, three years, and then they broke up because they went to college. Didn't break up for no reason other than they went to college. That's the most childish shit I ever heard before. We good, but I'ma go live life so we broke up. And that's what high school relationships was.
1: Damn, that's hard to argue because that there there is some weight behind that relationship might not be that real if but here's the thing. When people like let's say you're dating someone now and you're moving away, like you might just be like, hey, long distance disease, and maybe I guess. Mm. I guess you could say long distance wouldn't be worth it, but then I guess that relationship's not really shit to you either.
3: I feel like as an adult, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like as an adult, they're more inclined to try at least to make the long distance work. And you have more means to make the long distance work between, like, being able to travel to and from and whatnot. I feel like long distance isn't a super big deterrent for adults.
1: I feel like if you're...
2: Long distance is hard.
0: It's hard. It's hard.
1: It's hard, it is, but, but is that if like, you quit, if you quit before you even try it, yeah, you would give it a go. That, that, that means you don't care to a certain extent.
3: Yeah, I feel like you'd give it a go. I don't think any adult sees like long distances, like, you know what? That's the reason we can't date anymore. We've been dating for three, four months. I'm rolling it out because now this long distance job opportunity got in the way.
2: Oh, so you're saying you want them to at least try long distance before they realize that it's hard and break up?
1: Yeah. Got for the part, Yeah. Got it. Mm, damn. I'm not gonna lie. I was not on your side with the domestic or like trauma. But once you said the breakup because of college, that, that might have swayed me over. <laughs> yes, sir. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Cause it's like that that is true. Like you, you don't look fuck. I'm trying to think about this now. <sighs> Cause you're breaking up because you're going to college, so it's like even though that relationship might have been real in that moment if you were able to break up with someone cuz you wanted to live your life at college like well, what was that relationship? y'all were just hanging out for a couple of years, huh?
3: That's literally what it was and like that's why when people tell me they were like in love in high school, I also just like throw that out. Like you might have had love for this person, but you was in love in high school? Stop lying to me, shorty. Like what are you saying?
1: Yeah, it was like you're basically just, like, long-term fuck buddies because that's what college, or high school was.
3: High school, you was really just fucking your friend. Like, if we being honest, unless you, like, marry that girl, like, all last, like, two or three years after high school, high school was really you just fucking probably who you thought was the baddest bitch in your friend group or who was the baddest bitch in your friend group that you could attain. That's really what high school was. The girls I did in high school, I don't even know if I liked them as people, if I'm being for real. They was just <laughs> bad as shit. Like, it was
1: high school. Yeah, I would definitely say the people that I was going after in high school, I would not be going after now. Yeah, there's probably no way you would date this person today.
2: Oh, my gosh. The the guy that I thought I was, like, in love with in high school, I saw at the bar the other day. Oh, no, nope, couldn't be me. Not in a trailer years wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole.
1: Let's say someone, either you're, like, I don't know, someone who might be listening right now or even just someone that you know it was, like, uh, a high school senior and they were going off to college and they were in a relationship and they were like asking you for advice as if they should break up before going to their freshman year what would you tell them?
3: Break the fuck up. <laughs> you don't want to be that guy or that girl or a boyfriend or girlfriend your freshman year in college. You know why? Because you are going to miss out on all the good times of freshman year. You're going to be on the phone late night arguing with them. You're going to argue over stupid shit like why you went out instead of staying home to talk to them. Why the fuck would I do that? Why the fuck would I stay home with- and not have a good time when I can go have a good time. And then, worst thing out of all of this, y'all gonna break up in four months anyway. (laughs) So like, break up now. It's high school, it's okay to leave your high school crush in high school. You going into adulthood, you gonna have some fun in college, you probably gonna find someone smart, intelligent, handsome at college anyway, leave them. Leave your high school significant other in high school. What about you, Paige?
2: I mean, like, if you really in your heart think that you're going to marry that person, give it a go. Mm. But if you know that you're not in it 100 percent and they're not in it 100 percent, just go ahead and break up. And then if for some weird reason it's meant to be and you all get back together at some point, go from there. But
0: I don't know. I think the opposite. I think that I actually agree with Ezra, which sort of hurts me to say. but um, <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> I think think you should break up and go have your experiences. And if you really love each other, like yeah, you'll get back together. But if you make this decision as like mature, what you think you are as adults at 18 years old, then you've made the decision to not cheat on each other because you're going to be separated. You still give each other the space to grow and learn. And if you really want to get back together, you eventually can.
1: Yeah, that's where I was leaning. I was like. Just pretty much what Ezra said was a great argument because one, there's so much that happens your freshman year and you don't get that back because everybody's just on this like let loose kind of lifestyle, and you don't want to be that person that's checking their phone or staying back, having a conversation or let's say let's say you don't go out and your girl was like oh I actually went out and it's like oh so you think you can go out but I can't like there's too many issues, but if things were like quote unquote meant to be. I mean, listen, you come home for breaks, you know, you guys might link up, and it still might be there, and, like, who knows what could happen? Especially when you come back to a small town, like, anything could happen post crowd
3: I lived it. I fucking had a girl my first year when I went to play ball. I had a girl. I'm telling you right now, (laughs) for about the first month, that shit was torture. You want to know what I was doing? I was sitting up on Skype, because FaceTime wasn't, like, a thing yet. I was sitting up on Skype, (laughs) with the Skype computer screen up and the TV playing movies while we had movie nights when we watched the same movie on Netflix. While my boys were going out getting fucked up, dancing with bitches, having a good time. I did that for a month. Long calls. I had fucking practice at five in the morning. She wanted to be on a phone call one because she missed me. Dumb shit like that. And then about a month into it, I was like, you know what? I'm never going to be that guy that breaks up with you over a text or a phone call. So now I'm going to just lie to you. (coughs) And from that point on, yeah, I was in bed at 9 o'clock every night because I got to be up early. Was I in bed? No. I was up till like 2 o'clock in the morning going to practice at 5. But she made me become that person. Leave your girls in high school, man. I
1: love that she made you turn into that guy.
3: Bro, I'm telling you right now, I remember the breaking point was when they were all going to W to drink. And Shorty was like, but you know on Friday nights we have our movie nights and i stayed back. And that whole time on that Skype watching that movie, i was like this motherfucking shit will never happen to me again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just 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 go in single. It's just it'll make your life a lot better.
3: Well, one of my best guy
2: friends in college dated his high school girlfriend the entire time he was at college. Never once cheated on her, but she also like never held him back from doing things either. He she just like trusted him with whatever he did. So he would go to all the parties with us and he was just always like the DD or like always, you know, but he never skipped out on anything. So I think it has a lot to do with like your actual relationship as
0: well. I have a friend, one of my best friends from college. She got married at 19 and she still went out and had a good time along with all of us. Yeah. And her husband was just at home and he would come pick us up after the parties.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I could be that husband either. though.
1: I don't know, man. That's a, that's, a, I mean, that's a good level of trust that you have within that relationship. That's very healthy, but... Mm, I don't know if I could be picking up my from parties on a regular basis.
3: I might be able to pick my girlfriend up from a party one good time. And then that next morning, I'm going to have to let her know. I'm going to be like, hey, you have a good time? I'm glad you had a good time. Keep being safe when you go out. But don't never, when you choose to go out, hit me for the ride. Never.
1: Yo, what do you think about... um? You ever know someone who was like passed up good offers to go to the same school as they were like significant other in high school?
3: Oh, all the time. I know boys who passed up like power five D one offers to go to like JMU or like fucking VCU for basketball, just because that's where their girls were going. And I'm not gonna lie to you, they probably lasted for like a couple couple of months, maybe six months. I know one boy that it actually worked for, and he's got a beautiful kid now. And they've been happy a long time, and I'm happy for them. But outside of that, I don't really know anyone who's made it work where it's like they gave up this to go to the same little college as their significant other. Because that's already like built in animosity towards you. Because mm-hmm. then I'm going to be thinking, like every little fight we had, or every time something don't go my way, I'm going to be like, damn, I gave up going to Alabama so I can come to Alcorn State with your dumbass.
1: Bro, you imagine not securing the bag and then not the relationship not working out
3: yeah that's gonna put a huge strain because not only that i feel like it in my situation or like in a guy's perspective to the girl i feel like that will put a strain on the girl as well because i feel like she would feel like maybe the need to overcompensate because he gave up something so big or something so big to him for me now that i feel like everything i do i have to accommodate him and that also ain't gonna lead to a healthy relationship
1: uh, let's see. What else do we have? What else do we have uh, as we're just really hitting a lot of dating things today? Um, and what else we got? <laughs> so you having sisters and how that helped you uh, understand women and then pool girls. Bro,
3: I was talking the other day, just like vibing, chatting with this shorty and she was talking about like her like relationship shortcomings, this and that, this and that. And she was talking to me and I like broke something down and explained it to her. And she was like, that was, like, a very good perspective from a guy. And I was thinking, I was like, you know what? The only reason this perspective is so good is probably because I got five sisters. I got one little sister two years younger than me, and then the rest are all older than me. So, like, I seen it. I didn't see how they man's reacted, how they acted to the reaction, stuff like that. And then at the same time, I also really factor in, and let's just do some, like, unless is just one of the shops who's trying to get like fucked on and go about her day. Cause ain't, ain't no rules when it comes to, we just fucking no rules at all. But like, once it comes to like a relationship or like talking type thing, I feel like if I wouldn't let my sister get treated that way, I'm at least going to consider your opinion and stance and make sure that I try to address it the same way I would want someone to address it with my sisters. Because I would hate to think that some niggas out there doing my sisters dirty. Hmm. But they're not crazy enough to do that, because this gun to talk to anybody.
1: <laughs> I feel like I got a lot of my shaping from fucking rom-coms, which is probably why I'm such a hopeless romantic that I am.
3: No, you're no, you're not. I'm the only hopeless romantic on this phone. Stop
1: this. Couldn't be. The amount of how I met your mother I watched shaped me, me way too much as a person. That didn't, but that didn't really treat...
3: I didn't really get anything from how I met your mother on how to treat a woman, which isn't like I didn't know how to treat a woman because my mother taught me how to treat a woman. I think having sisters showed me how to, like, understand their perspectives better. Because my mom ain't really never... Like, my parents... Like, my mom and my dad I feel like your parents don't really show you how to, like, understand perspectives of a significant other. They just tell you how it's supposed to be. But having sisters and seeing them go through it, it helps me understand the perspective of women in certain situations.
1: Yeah, I bet there's some good insight that you just – you wouldn't really even think about things or how you say things and shit like that. And then you, like, see it happening like, oh, so when you say that, that's the reaction that you're going to get. Or this is what they – like shit
3: like that oh absolutely i went through a stage where i mean it's widely known that i wasn't really dating white black women for a little while i was really on the white girl mm-hmm. kick i'm really blaming it on my older brother who was only dating white girls my whole life one of them but that's hit me to head all that and i remember when i was in like middle school i was like man i'll never date a black girl They're ratchet this and that it's just not for me They're ratchet and a couple of years ago, might not have been a couple of years ago, might have been a couple of months ago, my sister hit me and she was like, A-O-A's on like some real, it truly hurt my feelings when I was a kid up until I was like 15, 14, and I could understand it like we were all kids and it just happened. She said, it really hurt my feelings when you would go around saying that you would never date a black girl because of ratchet, this and that, this and that, because I happened to be a black girl too. And I was like, you know what? That's the perspective that maybe I would have never got if nobody ever told me this. And that's what Have a Sisters helped with.
1: She hit you like a couple months ago to say that?
3: Oh, no, 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 no. First off, I had clearly known the wrong in my ways. I just didn't know that that's how she, I didn't know that it like had hurt her feelings at the time. But I, as a grown man, I now knew that it were in my ways for sure.
1: But, like, she had just now thought about that. Like, was she in a therapy session? Like, had some, nah, like, a breakthrough? Be,
3: we were, I think we were talking about it or whatever. Because I had told her about this uh, girl or whatever. And she was like, oh, she's a black girl? And I was like, yeah, yeah, And then, like, we were just talking about, like, my history of not really dating black girls. And that had came up.
1: Mm.
0: I think I can speak along the same vein as being someone who has multiple brothers. And I bet Paige can, too. It's, like, um, it's not necessarily helped me with, like, dating Men, but it's helped me talk to my girlfriends about their situation, about guys, yeah, and help them to understand what he could have possibly been thinking at the time. So she'll be like, Oh, he said this and this, and you know that means this, and I'm like, No, 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 there isn't more to what he just said. <laughs> he said, Yeah, that's a huge one, and
2: like only having brothers. I think that's why I have so many guy friends. Yeah. Get along with guys better. So many times. But better. so many times I've done the exact same thing where my friends are like, why does he like do this? Why does he say this? And like, if I don't know, I'll just hit up one of my guy friends and be like, what does he actually mean? So it didn't help me
0: date guys at all. Mm hmm. But like, I can't tell you how many ledges I've talked crazy women off of because of the way men talk to them. And they just like overthought it. And they just, overthink completely and I just had to look at them and be like are you like you're stupid like you're putting yourself in this fucking hole right now yeah like I'm glad they have you to tell them that it's (laughs) gonna sound
3: way ruder when I have to let them know
0: well I mean I think that's a good perspective coming from like how broad girls help out the world yeah um literally if I I know for a fact multiple relationships that are still going on with my friends would not still be happening if I didn't look at them and be like okay he said this, but this is, what, like, this is what he actually said. You're taking the words that aren't even there and pulling something out of your ass to make an argument happen. Yeah. Like one time one of my friends got into an argument with her boyfriend because he said, you look beautiful today. And she's like, he never tells me that I look lovely or gorgeous. And I was like, bitch, you're creating an issue. You're creating an issue. And that's all insecurity.
2: But, yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like if you're listening, if a man tells you something, whatever he said is probably what he meant. Yeah. Like there's there's not a deeper meaning to no, that. Yeah, guys
2: don't say things with double meanings or like it's
0: very to the point. Yeah. Yeah. And we love that.
1: And if you want them to know something, I've even told Anna this because sometimes she's like, I'm like, yo, if there's something, like, hey, just let me know. And it'll be a handle. Like that's all you have to just just tell me what it is and bet it's handled. Say less.
2: Yeah, don't be, like, passive-aggressive and draw pins. Just be, like, straightforward about it.
1: Yeah, because then it'll just get done. If you're like, oh, hey, I really wish you would've done this, hey, say less. In the future, it will be done. But Like, kind of being passive-aggressive or just kind of, like, assuming someone might notice something. Like, No, nah, sometimes I just... I'm in my own world, and I just you be like, hey, blah, 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 blah. All right, it's handled.
2: Sometimes Eric's thinking about football. Yep. Or... IPAs
1: and, you know, yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, just loving the Eagles as they play every fucking Sunday.
2: While also cursing them out.
1: Ugh, yelling the TV is one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> okay, uh, so you're going to have to give us the information on this one, but apparently there's a German family who's trying to regain some of their stature and fortune in Germany. However, Germany will not let them do that because they have family ties to Hitler.
3: Just a little quick one. I just thought it was very interesting when I seen it come across CNN the other day. Uh, shout out CNN. The only news we're using. Um, fucking, yeah, like pretty much. There's a German royal family that used to be royal and they're like stagnant or dormant right now because Germany has stripped them of their royal titles and their fortune back in like the 1930s or whenever World War II ended. Was that the 40s?
1: Mm, I think so.
3: Might have been the thirties. I I don't really care. It started like, in thirty six. It started in thirty six. Mm-hmm. Fun trivia fat right there. Ended <laughs> in whenever. Um, anywho. So we'll say like the forties. They were stripped of their uh family title because their family had ties to Hitler. And now that family generations later is trying to get their family title back and their fortune because their their two main arguments is It was times of war and like wartime shouldn't count. And two, they don't fucking know Hitler. These were like their great grandparents who had ties to funding Hitler. Like they don't know Hitler. They never know Hitler. They want their royal title back because like they've been royal for centuries in Germany. Like give it back to them. And it was times of war. Like you don't count war because there's no rules to war. And their third point, which isn't a terrible point, but it's like a slight point they had. Nobody wants to back the loser. They were backing (laughs) Hitler, and Hitler was winning those political, like, campaigns and whatnot. So, like, who the fuck, why would they back the loser? It wouldn't make sense. They were front-running. They backed the winner. It was times of war, and they don't actually know Hitler. So, I think, personally, you gotta give them back their fortune, give them back their title, give them their castles back, and let them do what they do.
1: I feel like, all the the war one's probably the weakest argument, because, like, you know, Nazis, Hitler, all that, not great. Don't want to be really supporting that. However, the fact that one, they don't have a connection to him, and two, I'm not gonna lie, back in Germany, if you weren't supporting Hitler, you were going into the gas chambers or enslavement. So that's why there were a lot of people who were fucking with the Nazis, just to, you know, keep keep living another day. But that's I mean, generations from generations of separation, unless they're like you know, you walk into the household and they got the fucking Nazi flag and Nazi tattoos, and like they could can be completely separate. So, running that money back. My bad, I missed it. What did you say? As long as they're not fucking with Hitler, still, like again, no tattoos, no Nazi memorabilia throughout the household, like they're separate from him. Why not give them their money back? Because hey, Germany. Not to be a hypocrite, but you guys were also fucking with Hitler back then. (laughs) Like, dead ass.
3: Y'all was also Hitler's boys.
1: So I don't like that you're picking and choosing who gets fucking money and who doesn't.
3: That's what I'm saying. Like, that's just crazy to me. Yeah, I'm voting you give them back. Give them back their royalty. Give them back their title, their castles. Fuck it.
1: Bro, I mean, imagine, like, you just go from being, like, a real normal person, and next thing you know, you're rich and you got a fucking castle in Germany. Like, that would be lit. I'm
3: flexing on all my boys if I get a castle.
1: I feel like that's almost like someone did an ancestry.com and like did a little bit of research, and they were like, oh, shit, guys, we used to be rich.
2: But you see, what had happened was, I honestly don't think enough research has been done
0: about this story. Oh,
1: about our ties to German royalty? Yeah,
0: I think that like, because after the whole Hitler thing happened, Germany, like, revamped completely so like yeah they're making decisions but they also have statues all over Germany basically making it a a whole thing that like this happened and we're never going to forget it we're never going to react or reenact these like terrible atrocities that happened so those funds they seized because of the Hitler um, connections could have been like given to socialist projects or like to bettering the communities or things like that and like generations later asking for wealth back is like i don't know asking for a piece of chewed gum like it's not your wealth just like just like it's not germany's really anymore it's not theirs either like it's been gone for so long why do you think that you're entitled to it now
1: well one would argue that if they hadn't stripped them of that that they could still be in that well standing to this day
0: I mean, one could also argue that if, I don't know, I always equate this, like, um, the Nazi issue with, like, I know it's going to sound like poignant, but slavery. One could argue if you didn't come over and take slaves from Africa that they would still be in wallowing in their own wealth in Africa. But now there's wage gaps and wealth gaps and things like that. Time moves on from history, so you can't just ask for things back when your family was in the wrong in the first place.
1: So, would you not want reparations? I mean, if it was offered, people want reparations.
0: People want reparations, yeah, but people also want equity, and that's not happening. So,
1: but this is so that's what we're saying. But why shouldn't it? Why shouldn't this family who could, who was stripped of their wealth, not have the ability to get that back? same as why when people were promised 14 acres and a mule why won't we get those type of reparations
0: I think that, I think that I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is like yeah reparations are all fine and good but is really giving that money back going to just benefit them or could that hold like could their past wealth that inflicted so much harm because their ancestors inflicted so much harm go to help the civilization as a whole
1: could they I mean put
0: the money up? Like help the community but
2: also like them get some back?
1: I mean, I don't even think like so they stripped their family. I mean, again, <laughs> it would be great if Ez was here to tell us like what they actually took from them. Yeah. So we could have a better idea. But like Ez, are you back? I'm back in this motherfucker. Alright, can you tell us what they stole? Because we had a very great conversation while you were gone. The fuck? what we what we talk about? Uh, the royalty like what exactly did they took? Uh they took back their castles,
3: they took back their title, which is like an important thing and they like took their fortune.
1: All right, so this is what me and Jordan were talking about. Jordan was saying, "Hey, that's cool and all, but time has passed, you know. Germany has really revamped and revitalized and they've done a lot of and Jordan correct me if I'm wrong if I'm restating you. Um like a lot of things within the community and statues and all this and you know, to really address what happened, kind of like a, hey, that happened, but time moved on, we moved on, so why would you get your money back, and then I was kind of like, well, you know, one could argue, hey, if you didn't take that, they could still be in that good well-standing now, so you should give it back, then it kind of got into slavery, and if you didn't take black people from Africa, how they could be thriving, and then I kind of said, hey, well do you not know want reparations if that, that was offered it's kind of a similar idea and then now we're trying to figure out the semantics of everything we
3: we we will run the world if they didn't do what they did to us blacks But like, nah i don't care if times have changed you need to buy me my money i'm sure we can-
0: doesn't make sense though like how do you take them as different perspectives Like, if I found out that I was related to a Nubian queen at one point, I would never go back to Africa and claim that, oh, that's my land and my money.
1: But they're saying that I think it's a little different because they're still within Germany and it was stripped from them.
0: It was stripped from their ancestors who made the bad choice.
1: That's like, so that's all right, hard. so if we're talking about World that's War II and all that, we're talking about 50, 60, 70 years ago. That's not that far removed.
0: Neither is slavery. So, listen, I'm saying my whole point is that it was removed. That's it. That's done. It's over. You don't get to ask about it again.
1: No, that's not true. It's not black and white. Just because something happens doesn't mean you can't reverse it.
0: Can you bring back all those dead
1: Jews? But. W- how is the family name that had ties to Hitler, just because they had ties to Hitler doesn't mean they were supporting Hitler, which goes back to the thing of, hey, they could have just been like, hey, we're not trying to die. We're not trying to lose. And here's the thing that people forget about. Before Hitler went crazy, he really, really revitalized Germany's economy. And that's why people were getting behind him. Then he went fucking psycho and started murdering people. What I'm so Jordan still doesn't believe that just because it was removed. She, basically, she's saying once it's removed, it's done for. You gotta chalk it up to the game.
3: Fuck no! That ain't something I can chalk up to the game. I got the article back. It's the, uh, the Fredericks from a league. They're from he's the prince of Russia, Prussia. And he's in a legal battle. 10,000 family artifacts were seized along with their fortune and fame. Some of the artifacts are including their castles and shit like that. Um... A family royal lineage that traces back over six centuries. Yeah, y'all gotta bust me this back.
2: What what does the article say that the conclusion is going
3: to be? They haven't come to that conclusion yet. They're in a legal battle right now. Ah. Like he they this has been a case for over a decade. So it's it's um fully like still Yeah, like they're well. They're deep in it right now, apparently it's been. I don't really know what they're gonna do. It's been a case for over a decade. And I guess like it's been, in it's it's the article is saying that it's like uh, led to some outrage among the German public who think that they should be entitled to nothing. But nah, this family was royal for six centuries. They led over, they once led over Germany, Poland, Lithuania, Russia, and Denmark. Give them their castles back in some money at least. Well, I don't
2: understand why it's like, why there's no, well, I mean, there isn't a conclusion yet, but my like opinion on it would be, why can't we come to like a compromise?
3: Their issue, which the article said is like their main fact is Germany has a thing called German law that disqualifies anybody who helped the Nazis gain power from any constant, any uh, restitution or compensation, because then it's gonna get tricky Cause you're going to run into other families. Cause like Royal was like a thing back then. So you're going to run into a couple of other families who also want their shit back.
2: Well, if, even if they don't get their money back, like why can't they just get their title back?
3: Cause I feel like that's like a sacred thing. And that's why they stripped them of that. Cause they knew it would fuck with them for generations.
2: Yeah. Well, then okay. I mean, if it's a German law, they're,
3: they're shit to the wind. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to lie to you, after diving deeper into a different article, it is saying that Germany thinks that they don't owe them any money because the then Kayser family, I guess the name has changed over marriage or whatever, got to keep a substantial part of their fortune, which they amassed over centuries, including some castles, some lands, artwork, crowns, swords, and some jewels. And then they went into exile to the Netherlands and weren't heard of until the late 1990s. So it kind of makes this, I don't know if this is a biased article or not, because I haven't read enough into it. It kind of makes it seem like Germany is trying to make it seem that these niggas took what we gave them and came back when they ran out of money.
1: <laughs> it's said, hey, you ran it up and now you want more.
3: Yeah. Cause Got it's, it. It says that they, they left in 1938 with some castles, some lands, some crowns, some jewels, and then they weren't heard of until the late 1990s. They lost it. They lost what they were. Oh, 1994 is when they tried to reclaim what was lost. Yeah, if you leave for 65 but then again, I don't know. Because that could just be like that generation of your parents or whatever who lived through that, it had ties to Hitler. They're like, this is enough, we're leaving. But now, like their grandchildren or children are now grown ups and like not nah, like they did us dirty. We want our shit
0: back. But my whole thing is what claim do those grandkids or great grandkids have to that money?
3: I mean, it's a family name. This is six centuries. That's six hundred years worth of ties.
0: I don't know. Monarchies die or have been sussed out all the time in history. That doesn't mean that you're entitled to something because at one point you were related to someone who was in charge of a monarchy.
1: But it's not like they were conquered or anything. They were just like Germany got on their high horse and were like, oh, we were we also backed everybody, but now like we're going to be better and strip everybody and you can't get anything back. It's like, nah, that's not how we're going to do business here.
3: Yeah, let that's look at that's some fuck shit. I said give them back their shit. Give them a back. If we're saying it's all gave them the article said they gave them some castles, some lands, some jewels, some swords. Give them the rest of their castles that y'all didn't give them and give them back their title and send them on their merry way.
1: I'd be fine with just the title, even just the title, because, I mean, the, people take their family name very seriously. I
3: mean, I would want the title for sure because the family name is something serious. But, like, none of us are royal. But if you knew your family had a royal castle from 400 years ago that germany took from you and it's not yours no more but the castle's still there yeah i probably want that back too
1: or imagine if like germany had like tours set up and they were making money off of your castle i want to give me a percentage i'll take i'll take a percentage of that castle
3: yeah nah, i'd be heated give me give me back my castle like but
1: all right let's see let's see quick one quick one can you buy your girl lingerie as a gift i think so because i saw my boy did that earlier today for his girl for her birthday So I guess it's fair game. I also don't see what's wrong with it. I don't
3: know, bro. I was literally thinking about that shit. I really just, I feel like that's more of a you gift, you know?
1: Like, she's buying that for herself for you, though.
3: Yeah, it's different if she buys it as a gift to you, because that's like, I'm getting this for me to look good for you. But if you get it, it's like you getting it so she can look good for you.
1: Mm, so it's kind of a selfish gift
3: yeah that's like weird that'd be like me getting you fucking a bus ticket so I can get on the bus with you and go places
1: <laughs> I mean unless a girl's into lingerie like she's like oh I want this the awkward thing is if you buy it and it's the wrong size
3: that would be weird that I don't know what do you guys not think comfortable.
1: if a man bought you lingerie for like your birthday how would you feel about that But where do they go <laughs>
3: But I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you, I think it's anchored. today being weird.
1: Um, all right, man. Let's just talk. Uh, we'll switch it up then. Uh, tomorrow, first presidential debate. Big deal. 9 o'clock. Or is it 10 o'clock? Is it 9 or 10? 9? I think it's Eight? 9. I think it's 9. Um. All right. You said you got the list. What are they talking about?
3: Oh, my man. Let me pull it up for you. This is what they're going to talk about. In this exact order. Also, bear with me guys. I know tomorrow's gonna be tough. We gotta stick it out. It's gonna be a fox anchor as the mediator. Oh. It's that boy, Mr. Wallace. He got to pick the topics as well. So it's gonna it's gonna behoove Trump.
1: Bro, before you start, did you see that? Apparently Trump wants Biden to take a piss test. I did see that. He's a fucking for,
3: idiot. For what? He's a fucking clutch. Like he really just wants to fuck with him.
1: I saw a quote, I don't know if it was real or not, from like Biden's campaign. Oh, hold on. No, I got to read it to you because that shit was hilarious if it's actually real. It was so passive aggressive in like the best way possible. Like, I wanted it to be real. This is from uh, allegedly his deputy campaign manager. Vice President Biden intends to deliver his debate answers in words. If the president thinks his best case is made in Guerin, he can have it. We expect nothing less than Donald Trump, who pissed away the chance to protect lives of 200K Americans when he didn't make a plan to stop COVID-19. Damn,
3: they got on his head.
1: They did. I like that they used piss. Great use of piss in there. What's the uh, the, the list of topics?
3: The list of topics is in this order. This is the exact order it's going to play out. The Trump and Biden records. The Supreme Court. COVID-19. The economy, race and violence in cities, the integrity of the election, COVID 19, the economy again, race and violence in the cities again, and it's gonna end with the integrity of the election.
1: I'm not gonna lie, just thinking about how Trump is, I don't know that he's gonna do well with that.
0: I don't I can't form a coherent sentence, he can't do well picking his fucking nose.
1: I don't think he's
3: gonna. I don't think he's going to do best because they got the Fox mediator who's clearly one of Trump's boys. They're going to protect him. I'm assuming they're going to cut Biden off with the clock way faster and way more efficient than they're going to do Trump. And I think Trump is just going to give a lot of, like most of the stuff on that list is stuff that he talked about in some aspect in the HBO interviews that he did anyway. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he'll just recycle some of those answers.
1: The issue is like, do you remember when Hillary and Trump were going and I think like Hillary's team was like fact Trump uh, checking things as Trump was saying it, and they were tweeting out how he was wrong. You would almost need like um a Trump or not Trump, a uh, fact-checking moderator on the side to then like plug in and be like actually that's just completely wrong. <laughs> you truly would. Uh-huh. But they would never do that. But
2: you and this is dumpster fire if they had a fact checker
1: oh my god Like, but he I'm would he would just say Walk. wrong he would just tell them they were wrong yeah. is
2: it, hard is um, it
0: hard
1: do you even think like this is what i we i've been saying this since we even started thinking about you know nominees way back then um i think whoever he Trump goes against he's just going to steamroll because he just will talk over you and he doesn't care and He's gonna get the clips out there, and you know Twitter loves a good clip and it's gonna be retweets and it's gonna be memes. And like I'm just worried that Biden might get fucking steamrolled.
3: It's gonna be exhausting. Um, that's why me and the boys in the group chair were talking, we're like tomorrow's gonna be a fucking movie. Cause that's what it is. At this point, it's almost like entertainment. And that's what Trump wants it to be, and it's a shame that he's truly made it into this. I think the way to judge this debate. First off, there's going to be a lot of fake facts put out from the HBO interview alone. We saw that there was a lot of fake facts put out. So you got to know how to, like, wean through the real and the bullshit. And then if Biden can get his words in and get his viewpoints across with Trump being Trump, the disrespectful, demeaning piece of shit that he has come to be, I think that's a victory for Biden.
1: So I'm trying to think, like, if – what do you think – Biden needs to do to win. Because, like, whatever Hillary was doing just wasn't really working. So, like, does he need to attack Trump a little bit? Does he just need to stay cool, calm, and collective and not let Trump fucking... I guess you can't play Trump's game at the end of the day. Yeah.
3: I think Hillary almost bit into playing some of Trump's game. Biden's gotta stay cool and not get in the back and forth with Trump. Like, if you're, like, campaign managers and people like that want to like go back and forth that's straight but at no chance should he be on stage going into trump's back and forth because that's what trump wants to draw you into anyway he doesn't know politics so it behooves him to take the attention from politics and turn it into an argument that can just turn into clickbait for his fans and i think joe's been doing a
0: really good job of that so far with like when the president makes debates, or when he makes speeches right now, um, he'll be blaming Biden for things that are happening with COVID when literally Trump is in office. So Biden uses that and he's like, okay, well, Trump is blaming me for what he did in this and this and this. So, I mean, as long as people see, but he said something about, Esther said something about like if people take things with a grain of salt. And that's where I'm concerned It's because there's so many ill-informed voters as well as people who will just listen to Trump's nonsense and take it as biblical.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Like, we really need like a fat checker, even a little ticker at the bottom, maybe. You know, just putting up, you know, counterfacts if it's just straight up false information.
3: Yeah, that would that would help. Um, this debate tomorrow is going to let us know what type of footing Biden really has. Cause it's going to let you see how he's going to be able to like get his points across in the debate aspect. It's going to let you see if he's got good points and if he can deal with Trump being Trump while they're both on stage together. Yeah. I think that alone is hard.
1: Yeah. I think the biggest thing for Biden is to not look super old and sound super old. Like you need to look coherent and you need to look like you can hold your own with Trump.
3: I can agree with that. Cause a lot of the times he comes off as like nonchalant, like he just doesn't really care. Because I also don't think Biden really wanted to be president. He was really just the people's choice, so he had to.
1: But he can't give
3: off that vibe tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, he was like flirting with the idea, because I remember when I was working at UD, and I would always hear like, oh, Biden's really thinking about running, blah, blah, blah. And then he was just like, I I almost want to say like when he announced, I feel like he kind of did it just because people wanted him to, and then like he kind of just fell into it where they were like, yeah, Biden. He was like, oh, I guess I have to do this shit now.
2: Yeah. Which is wild.
1: Exactly. I mean, the elections have been fucking wild since after Obama for a minute now.
3: Now they truly have. um, I guess all we can really do is put all our energy and hoping that Biden gets the damn thing done.
1: Yeah. we'll we'll definitely have a election, pre-election episode, maybe like a week or two, because that's, I mean... The vote's not too far away at this point.
3: I'm about to go back home and vote actually either this weekend or next weekend because Virginia opened uh, early vote last weekend, and they're saying that our like mail and absentee's aren't really going to get the job done, so we're going to just go back home and vote.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah! Big election.
2: Get
1: the we do, we do love it. Yeah, I mean, big election. We talked about it a little bit on last week's uh, the pink tax. Um, you know, with RBG dying and him wanting to appoint some lady. who It is wild. And I saw the tweet where it was like, RBG opened up all these doors and this fucking Amy Coney is going to slam all of them as soon as she goes through them, which is fucking wild to think about.
3: How old is sony
1: She's pretty young. I mean, she's she's like 40, I think. She's yeah, relatively see,
3: young. that's what I assume they do. I remember saying that last week. They're going to find some young hothead who's got real strong Republican beliefs, and they're going to put her on that bench for the next 50 years. Because that's what they always try to do with Supreme Court justices. They want to make sure that their pick is, like, on there forever.
1: Yeah, she's she's 48. You said 48?
3: Mm-hmm. Christ. I'm not even going to lie. I would have assumed a little younger than that. But yeah. 48 is also still young for Supreme Court justice.
1: Yeah. And she she's definitely on the right, definitely – there's some claims that she has some uh, backings to some very questionable religious groups. Um, just just not a lot great if you are a woman who likes control over anything related to her body and things of that nature.
2: She's <laughs> completely against her own rights. She's um, affiliated with the KKK.
1: So. I don't know. I have not heard that. I can um, confirm that. Um, she's affiliated with the K. What does affiliated be?
0: Meaning that she goes to um, this—I can't think of the church's name off the top of my head—but it's like the church that is associated with the KKK.
3: I got Hmm. you. Give me a moment. Church associated.
1: Uh, People of Praise. Yeah. That's a thing. Yes. It's a Christian group. Let's see.
0: They have newsletters. They—they put out shit about her all the time. They completely um, endorsed her as a, a
1: part of the secret Catholic group of people of praise. Yeah, man. I mean, the only thing that you can hope is cause they, they, they really want to push us through before uh, the election and all that And you know, no surprise the Republicans are hypocrites and they're saying, you know, because they were going, Last time they didn't let Obama do it when Scalia died in 2016 um, because there was like an incumbent president. And so there's no one here. But now they're saying since Trump is running for reelection, it's fair game. So, I mean,
3: (laughs) they would try to.
1: Yeah. So the shit is, though, that they control the Senate. So they really could get it done. So you got to hope even if it does happen. The Democrats are looking if they win the Senate and Biden wins to then extend the Supreme Court justice to a bigger group to then maybe balance it out. So, Cry. yeah, I mean, I don't know, not great, not great at all, but that's why it's important to vote, man. People, it's, I think people are finally starting to understand that it's important to vote now. Maybe that's where I get the vibe of, but we don't really know for sure.
3: I think people are starting to understand it that it's okay to vote like now it's important to vote but i think it also like it is important to vote everybody should if this is what you stand behind vote unless you support trump then stay the fuck home that's just my opinion but i was listening to the npr a couple of weeks ago and they were talking about like it ain't just democrats that wasn't voting before now and that's what i think everybody thinks of when they're like oh go vote make sure your voice is heard there's a lot of like Republicans who also didn't think they needed to vote because they ain't need to vote. So now it's everybody trying to go get their voice heard. So it's almost like an equal playing field, which is gonna probably turn out the same way as last time. Cause I just don't think Biden's strong enough.
1: Get out, man. We'll we'll definitely do when we have our big like election episode. We'll definitely get more into that and um maybe maybe we should do it next week so we get people informed with time to still Get an absentee ballot. If it's not too late already. I don't think. Sh- I don't think it should be too late. It's no. only the end of September. Yeah, it's September. only
3: like October by next week, so yeah, we'll be straight.
1: Yeah. So we'll do that. Cause, you know, there's and it'll be good because we'll have the first debate behind us, and so we can see, you know, how much bullshit Trump continues to speak about of the election being rigged and all this shit. All right, as Let's do a quick porch talk. Sports talk. Um, people who are keeping up with our locks of the week. Page is currently three now. I'm two and one. As is zero and three.
2: Can we talk about that?
1: <laughs> I mean, we could talk about it.
2: No, I just think it's ironic that like I literally never put input.
3: I just always bet it on the Steelers. <laughs> That's because I'm riding with my heart and not my mind. Yeah, I, I've uh,
1: I've mm-hmm. I, I have learned not to back the Eagles. I mean, we played for a tie yesterday. It was pretty fucking despicable in my eyes, to say the least. tie. <laughs> I don't even uh I don't even understand why we don't the NFL hasn't switched over to like college OT rules where you play till there's a fucking winner.
3: Nah, because that could the way that game was going, y'all could have played forever. And well, then, I don't like the injury aspect. I don't like overtime at all. I'd be okay with it if the game is tied at the end, just ending it right there. But especially I, the way niggas is going down this season.
1: But I'd rather do it straight up how college is like just play starting Start. out at the ten or fifteen or whatever and go from there. I don't even like that. That's just, it's a lot easier. You can't tie in football. Come on now. The Eagles not only can, they purposely were like, hey, we're going to punt with 19 seconds instead of just trying a 64-yarder just for the fuck of it. Uh, yeah. um, as as the Falcons are not doing great either, I'm still waiting for the notification that Dan Quinn has been fired.
3: Yeah, uh, the Falcons suck right now. Um Dan Quinn sucks. We've got all the offense in the world, and our defense cannot do anything. It's despicable. Um, There's going to be a great game tonight, so at least I can watch the bad taste of the Falcons out my mouth. So the the Ravens-Cheese game is going to be a good one. Also, I am actually surprised at how good the Steelers look, and nobody knows it. Like, I would have never thought they were going to be 3-0. When I seen it this morning, I was like, how the fuck are they 3-0?
1: I mean, like, I again, here's the thing. I didn't have faith in Big Ben because, you know, Big Ben was thinking about retiring. He didn't look good. He's getting injured.
2: He's old. You know,
1: yeah, he's old as fuck. He's so stiff. I don't know how the fuck he moves around. Um, You know, they played the, the Giants. I was like, all right, chalk it up. They played Denver last week. Who did they play this week? I don't even know. I mean, they have the weapons there. It's they're they're sneaky good right now. They played Houston. They beat Houston. Yeah, but Houston sucks. Yeah, people were like, you know, they play really good teams back to back. It's like, all right, you know, the Steelers are also good. So, you know, if you want to call that, but at the same point, if you go on four, you're basically like the Eagles, and the Eagles fucking suck. So then, there's no excuse.
3: Yeah, I agree.
1: Um. um.
3: Outside of that, like, football-wise, I mean, honestly, I got to the point yesterday where I stopped watching football for the 4 o'clock games, and I never do that. I was just so beat down and disgusted. I had to give it a break, circle back for the – I didn't even watch the night game. I stopped watching football at 4. I was just like, fuck this. I'm going to watch some Love Island and some NBA playoffs.
1: Sometimes it gets like that. I was definitely, like, just – furious and hate watching the Eagles press conference as Doug Peterson with like he cried before and was going to cry during his press conference for how fucking despicable he was
3: it hurts like it truly hurts because the team is not like offensive wise we're fucking dogs so like I just don't understand it well, and we got the cap space to get some people we just we fucking suck bro like
1: and also it's like Dan Quinn's a defensive head coach
3: how is the yeah, defense not never good? I never liked Dan Quinn. When we went to the Super Bowl, it was all because of Kyle Shanahan. And you see three years later, Kyle gets his own team and goes to the Super Bowl. The issue is Dan Quinn does that shit that the Seahawks now do and that they used to do when he was with them. They don't play defense. He had two, two Hall of Famers on that defense, and Sherman and uh, Earl Thomas. And they still would get beat like regularly and play high-scoring games. It's just the DBs was good enough to make plays when it matters. That don't work if you don't have those two dogs. He play a cover two shell Like, don't get beat deep. And first off, we get beat deep. And then <laughs> even if you do that, like, you can eat up until you get 10 yards out and then you score. And yes. that's how the fuck we lose every time. That's how the Patriots came back on us. That's how the fucking Cowboys came back on us. That's how the fucking Bears came back. Like, we suck. And this has been happening for year after year. Like, the fuck is we on? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, it literally surprises me every year that Dan Quinn is still coaching here. And now it it's every hurts. week at this point.
3: It hurts to be 0 3. Because you now know that the rest of your football season is over. Like, yeah, it ain't even worth watching them play no more. We're done. We're fucking losers. Give us the trophy for being the worst fucking team in the league. <laughs>
1: <Man>. <laughs> Bro, and I was like, it's all right. You guys are like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's 0 2. And I was like, oh, you don't know. When you start 0 and two, your chance of making the playoffs is like twenty percent. And 0 and three, you might as well wrap it up and start tanking.
3: Literally, fucking. The only bright spot in any of this is I got some NBA playoffs to watch while this goes on.
1: That is sure I'll work.
3: To take my anger out while watching LeBron dominate.
1: Bro, I saw a tweet that was like, "God knew not to let uh, the finals happen with LA and." Uh, Miami during a regular time. That's why Corona happened, and that's probably true.
3: Oh, it would have been hectic.
1: <laughs> like Miami for a fucking finals, where there's multiple games played there. Oh my god.
3: Yeah, they would have went stupid.
1: <laughs> the strip clubs. If you're a stripper, you you're you're missing out so much money.
2: No, that's the first
1: thought. <laughs> hey, Miami loves their strip clubs, and NBA players definitely do. James Harden will be there. What you mean? Lemon Pepper
3: Lou will be there.
1: Oh, Lemon Pepper Lou will be there. <laughs> As are, Who do you think going to win a game first, the Falcons or the Eagles at this point?
3: At this point, I would have to look at their schedule, but I'd probably say the Falcons, and it's solely because you see every week how much firepower we got. I don't see that with y'all.
1: Yeah. Who do you guys play next week? You guys play Green Bay. The issue is we play San Fran.
3: Here's the thing, bro. You heard it here first. We'll beat the fuck out of Green Bay. <laughs> and we'll still end up 4 and 12. <laughs> like, that's just some Falcons shit. Because we got an offense that can outscore theirs. We'll beat Green Bay, but we'll be 4 and 12 on the season. Watch.
1: If not, week five, you'll we'll definitely beat Carolina and we'll definitely lose to Pittsburgh. I'm yeah. not lying to you because we play the 49ers, the Steelers, and then the Ravens. We might be 0 and 6 to start of the season.
3: Yeah, we could definitely be 0-4 at least.
1: Um, all right, and so who do you have tonight? Tonight,
3: I got the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs bigger than others got the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs in a, I got the Chiefs 38-24. Uh,
1: Where's the game at? I think they're at Baltimore.
3: That don't mean nothing to me.
1: That's true because there are no crowds at this point. I'm also taking the Chiefs. I heard a great analogy where – Lamar Jackson is a great athlete, but he's not a great quarterback. I'm still standing by that.
3: I agree. Because great athletes can throw the deep ball. He throws a good deep ball, but anybody can throw a deep ball. So that don't make me think he's a great quarterback.
1: So, uh, I mean, I'm thinking more a shootout. I don't even know how high, though. Because the Chiefs defense is just real regular still. People don't realize that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm going to say 42... 4232 Chiefs. And I think that's it. So let's wrap this thing up, do some quick music and TV, and now we can get out of here. Um, I started the show Pin 15 last
2: night. Ew. And, and it is quite funny. It's very funny. It's, yeah, it's really, really funny. Um, so I'll recommend that. And then MPK just came
1: out with his new album, Tickets
2: it, to Get the Downfall." You should definitely listen to that as well.
3: TV wise, Y'all know all I'm on is Love Island right now on my Hopeless Romantic shit. Um, Music-wise, man, go listen to that Alicia album. That Alicia album is probably the best R&B album put out in the last two years. The only thing that was as good as this Alicia album, three years, was Khaled when he first dropped his shit.
1: Um, TV-wise, I don't even know if i watching TV as late. Anna did put on that pen 15 while I was working on Friday. It was alright. It's really awkward though. I'm not here yeah, for it. Yeah, it's so cringe. But if you like if you live there or if you were like in Mencoma
2: my, my at that time, it was just so relatable. I was cackling at some of the stuff she was saying.
3: Yeah. I feel like it's the girl version of Big Mouth.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you look up what that show is, it's literally called like Cringe Colony.
3: Oh, damn.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I haven't listened to music, but apparently Travis Scott dropped a song, and it's on Spotify right now. It's an album. What is this? No, this is not an album. What The fuck is this? A playlist. Got it. Um, franchise. Guess it's good. I did hear good things about the MGK album, actually.
2: It's seriously, and I'm not just saying that because I'm like obsessed with him. Like it is actually so good as like a pop punk record.
1: I listened to the one song with Halsey on it and it brought me straight back to like Paramore vibes when she was fucking singing. Yeah. She
2: sounds just like Haley Smith. Right. Yeah, I was
1: like, I was like, damn, dude, just make the fucking album already. Cause I'll listen to her sing.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, all right. Well, that has been it. Thank you for listening. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Porch Talk No A. Um, Merch, fall merch coming in real soon. I got the samples coming in. So hopefully when it gets here, I'll make sure it looks decent and all that. And we'll post it live. Um, contest coming along with it. Real drinkers only. That's all we'll say for now. And, uh, you know, listen, leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We really appreciate it. it. helps grow. Share this with a friend. Find some Spotify, Google Play, anything else. She just wanted to tip no and on the that's it. The we appreciate you. Just we'll be, next. be back next week. We Peace. Yeah, we all die. I was worried to be honest, but it's all
3: going right. When I first laid eyes, I was awful enticed, and so I might be off
2: something, but I'm all in now. I'm bored in a house, and I'm in a house, boy. Bored in the house, and I'm in the house, boy. Bored in the month house, boy. And I'm bored in the month house, boy. Bored in the month house, boy. Bored in a house, boy. Bored in the month house, boy. Bored in a house, boy. Bored in the house, in a house, boy.
3: Niggas riding in the streets, try to police, then we sob and repeat. I done seen this like a hundred million times, seen a white riot get a black nigga shot.